No Budget RC Podcast. I am your host, Eli, and you are listening to episode 27. So we start off with what's new in my RC garage. Well, uh, really the only thing new is I am uh, now getting ready to run 6S on my Arma Creighton. I had a couple of 6S lipos show up here earlier this week. I have yet to put them in and test them out. I've actually yet to charge them because they did not show up till I believe they showed up Monday. I work swing shift, so it was, you know, Monday late night by the time I got them. And I've just been so busy with work, I haven't had a chance to mess with them. Hopefully this weekend we'll get a chance to get out there and test them out. Um, the Arma Creighton, I've been just running it on 4S since I got it. And uh, I bumped the pinion gear up two teeth, as well as put on some larger tires. And actually I have no problem hanging with, I have a friend that has a uh, Outcast and another friend that has both an Outcast and an Arma Creighton. They're both running 6S on their vehicles. And I actually have no problem keeping up with them with the uh, up in my gear ratio and not running the bigger tires. The only issue that I do have is running the 4S. I find that I get a lot less run time than they do. So I dropped my opinion uh, back down to stock. I threw the stock tires back on and uh, ordered those 6S LiPos. And they are here now. And I am excited to get out and try them out. And um, I've also been having some issue heat issues with the motor in the Arma Creighton. We're running the bigger tires and the uh, increased gear ratio. Um, I actually took it to the beach here a couple weeks ago. Me and my wife went down there for a few days, and I took the Arma Creighton with me. And uh, actually, uh, the center diff started leaking on me, so it was diffing a lot of power out to the front because it was leaking diff fluid. And um, I ran it back-to-back lipos. Usually I'll run one, and I'll let it cool off a little bit before I run the other one. I ran one lipo through there. And I checked my temps, and I was only running like, I think, uh, it, did, it warmed up a little bit. I think it was running like 130. So I gave it a little bit of time to cool off, but not very much, not as much as I usually do. Then I uh, threw the other LiPo in there and ran it, and I was mostly wide open throttle, um, playing around, you know, chasing seagulls and what have you on the beach. And uh, when that lipo hit low voltage cutoff and I brought it in, that motor was 197 degrees was the high temperature I got off of it. From what I've read, you do not, absolutely do not want to go over 180 degrees is what I read. Now, I don't know if this is fact for all motors, but this is what I read was you absolutely do not want to go over 180 and it's best to try and keep it under 160. So that's kind of been my rule of thumb. I've been trying to keep the motor no hotter than 160 when running. Um, unfortunately, yeah, it got pretty hot. Um, the fortunate part is it didn't seem to hurt the motor because I did go out last Sunday with a group of guys, with the the two guys I've mentioned before, the one with the Outcast, the one that has the Outcast and the Creighton. Um, another couple guys went with us, and we've got a spot that we've been going. It's, uh, really, I don't know what the spot is, it's gated off, but uh, there's no signs that say no trespassing or anything. Um, but there's some piles out there. It's uh, it's kind of a sand, fine rock mix out there. It's right on the river. And there's actually some seashells in it, so I'm pretty sure it's like stuff they've dredged up off the bottom of the river or something. But uh, they've got some piles out there that we use as jumps. And uh, we have a blast out there. Uh, I took the Creighton out there Sunday and... Uh, 
ran, I was on my second battery pack when I uh, completely bent a uh, CVD shaft really bad. Um, my little work mat that I have out in my garage is actually my wife's old uh, cutting mat because my wife's uh, hobby is sewing. And it has a one inch grid on it. And I lined that uh, CVD shaft up down one of the lines. The bend is so bad it actually had over an inch of throw in it. It was so bad that I couldn't run it any longer. It was actually hitting the shock on the Armacretan when it come around. So I've straightened that out the best I can, but I actually went ahead and ordered some new ones. So I figured I got it pretty straight, but there's still a little wobble in there, and I'm sure that's just going to eat bearings up. So I went ahead and ordered a new pair. And uh, those should be here, I believe, Friday, it said. But anyways, that's what I've been up to. I have not had the crawler out in a while. Um, honestly, I've been having so much fun with the Creighton that if I do get a chance to go RCing, I'd rather go to our new bash spot. And, you know, and we've been going as a group, which is kind of what I liked about crawling is that usually you do it as a group. Well, now that we've had a, we have a, a basher group, I've been having more fun doing that. Still do have the SCX-10 too. Um, really haven't even touched it in probably two months, two and a half months, but just been running the Creighton. Um, other than that, uh, the other thing I wanted to kind of talk about was, uh, something new that I've seen recently in the RC industry, and that's actually in the uh, crawler side of things. It's the new SCX-10-2 and it's a uh, 1969 Blazer body on it. A very cool looking rig. Has a uh, hard molded plastic grill that's chromed. Has uh, hard molded plastic mirrors which are also chrome. And it has uh, molded plastic windshield wipers. It's got quite a bit of um, stuff to make it really look scale. It's not really my style. It's very much like when I got my SCX-10 II it was the uh, Jeep Cherokee. And it's very much like that, where it's a full-bodied rig. I don't really care for the full-bodied rigs. I like, you know, something like a little more performance-oriented. But it is a very nice-looking rig. Um, honestly, I'd say it's probably the nicest-looking SCX-10 II, in my opinion, that they have released. Um, it, I believe it's coming with, like, a $420 price tag. But they've gone back to some of the parts. It's kind of a mix of... The parts that they've had i mean when you get like the scx 10-2 deadbolt you get plastic links and all that well this is uh actually goes back to the metal ready to run links that were on the ready to run uh cherokee so you're getting a metal link all the way around on it and it has the uh, one piece uh axles like the newer scx 10-2s do i have yet to run those um i kind of like the rear axle being one piece without having the lockouts. On the front, though, I just don't like the C-hubs being molded in. I like the, I'd like to be able to change the C-hubs out to an aluminum upgrade. But if you do break them, you, you do have to replace the whole axle housing, but the axle housings are fairly cheap. It's not a super expensive piece if you do break it and have to change it out. But I don't know. I guess maybe it's just old school, you know, kind of old school and liking to be able to put the aluminum... Uh, C-hubs on there, but it also comes with uh, CVDs in it, where some of the, like the, I know the uh, Deadbolt, SCX-10-2 Deadbolt, and uh, I believe the Honcho also came with dog bones in the front. So it's got, you know, 
it's kind of a mix of the parts. Got some upgraded new stuff, some of the, you know, but it also, you know, it reflects in the price. Um, one of the other things I did notice is it comes with the Tactic, uh, the TX300 or whatever radio, which I like a whole lot better than that, uh, I think it's the 200 radio. Just looks cheap and small to me. I have big hands. Uh, I have yet to have, yet to uh, like any of those smaller radios like that. I do like a nice full-size radio. But yeah, it's a very nice looking rig. Um, obviously, I already have an SCX-10 too that I've dumped a ton of money into and customized it the way I want, so it's not something I'd be shopping for, but, however, one of my buddies that I do go RCing with, uh, he's actually been talking about picking it up, um, he has, currently has a Wraith, but he wants to get a Skeller also, and so he's actually been talking about picking it up, so I might actually get hands on one, and be able to kind of drive it, and, you know, maybe give you guys a little more of a, uh, my opinion and what I think of it. But uh, honestly, I just the full body rigs just to me aren't as capable as like mine. I'm running the Proline Ambush body on mine, and it's kind of an international scout body. Um, but in the front, the front tires, like the, the way the fenders are cut, you know, you're, it's easy to get your front tires up on rocks. The rear of the vehicle's kind of dovetailed in, you know, gives you more clearance and easier to, you know, less hanging up. That's one thing I don't like about that 69, Bron uh, 69 Blazer body, is there is a lot of body hanging over the rear tires, which is the issue I didn't like about the Cherokee body. So it did seem like it hung up a lot, but, you know, some people are going for that more challenging scale driving, and if that's your style, then that's, that's probably right up your alley. And like I said, it is a beautiful looking rig. But really, I guess that's all I have for this episode. You know, it's been almost a month since my last episode, so I wanted to touch bases with you guys. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the new 6S LiPos for the Creighton, so you know, I definitely wanted to come on here and talk about that a little bit. I am still loving the Arma Creighton. If you guys are on the fence of getting an 8th scale monster truck, or some people call it a monster truggy, or however you want to look at it, the 6S Arma vehicles, their 8th scale line, the Outcast, the Creighton, the Talion, they are bad, bad machines, man. I don't think you're going to match the performance and the how tough they are for that price. Yeah, you can get, you know, a lot of people really like the uh, Techno vehicles and all that. And uh, Proline has their, well, I guess there's this technically a 10th scale monster truck. And they're all supposed to be tough vehicles, but price-wise, for 500 bucks, I don't think you're going to find a tougher, better, you know, more fun basher than the Creighton or, you know, the Arma 8-scale vehicles. Um, like, like I said, we had two Creightons and two Outcasts out there last Sunday. You know, we are doing backflips and, you know, um, the one guy, Rich, he is a really good driver. Um, I would call myself kind of an intermediate driver, and then my brother, uh, my buddy Steven, he's, he's kind of getting new, he's kind of new to the, uh, trying to perform flip, backflips and stuff, and I, I actually have video of him taking a pretty hard tumble with his outcast, and yeah, you go over there, we, at first it wasn't running, we're like, oh crap, what'd you break? We go over there. 
All we had to do was plug the batteries back in. He hit so hard that the batteries had shifted and come unplugged. Plug the batteries back in, and that thing was off and running again. They are some tough vehicles, man. And like I said and before, and I'll say it again, you know, so far this Armacretan is my favorite, and I've had probably at least 50 RC vehicles over the last five years that I've been in the hobby, and this Armacretan is definitely my favorite. It's a bad, bad machine. And anyways, I guess that's really all I have. Oh, the other new thing I do, did get is when I ordered my lipos, I ordered them from Hobby King, their Turnigy, and uh, they were coming from uh, um, overseas, from overseas warehouse, and they were going to charge me like $35 to deliver them. So I was actually going to cancel the order, and I happened to notice in small print, they said something about add another $12 onto your order for free shipping. So I added a 4S LiPo for my crawler because I have the uh, Castle Mamba X setup in there and it says it will handle 4S with the correct gearing. So when I put the system in, I purposely geared it kind of slow. So I would have that nice slow creep that you want sometimes when you're crawling, but I figured going 4S, I'm still gonna be able to get that wheel speed that I want. I've currently been running it on 3S, and the wheel speed's been a little less than what I wanted, but I did know that down the road I was going to step it up to 4S. I now have a 4S LiPo, and if I like it on 4S, I will order another one. Um, really don't need more than two for that rig, because it's a, I run the smaller LiPos. I like to run the small LiPos. I have the suspension in my vehicle set up to run the small LiPos. And I get well over an hour of runtime out of the small, out of my 2200 3S. This one was uh, like 3200 or something. I think it's 3200 milliamp or 3400 milliamp or something. That's also a small pack. I probably will have to do some tuning on the suspension because it is heavier than the 3S packs that I was running. But it's not nearly as heavy as a full-size pack. It's still a, a small, compact lipo. But other than that, if that's all I've got. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you get a chance, check out my uh, YouTube. It's also No Budget RC. And uh, until next time, keep it shiny side up. Thanks.